Clinton, Solomon, Nectarine, Baptiste here. You know, the first thing I like to do, first thing in the morning, is settle down to promote a mouth podcast. Here we go, Pablo, for episode number 16 of Ooh. the Promoter Mouse podcast. Sweet 16. Sweet 16, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I hope it is. Hello, Pablo. How are you doing, Carrie? It's Saturday, late afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, you had a good day? It's, it's Easter weekend. Did you have a good Friday? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Um, yeah d- didn't feel that great, but got dragged out to sort of sing and do karaoke. So I had to self-medicate. Okay. And normally when I do that, what happens, What it normally goes one or two ways, like you wake up the next day like it's rained. Yeah. Or it can go the other way where you wake up still ill, but with a hangover. Yeah. I, I, I got the, the latter one. But more importantly, more importantly than that, what, what were you singing? Oh, all sorts. Uh, Irish Rover. Oh, you weren't, were you? It was a right old din. Oh, what are you doing there, Kai? Having a little wiggle with the mic. No, the mic was not facing the right way, Pablo. I, I thought they were circular. No. All right. No, these are what are known as condenser mics. Oh, well, all right. And you speak into the front of them. They've got a diaphragm in the middle. Oh, well, every day is a school day. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Now you know. Um, I think that's all right now. Both, both uh, specky twats today. Oh, we are, yes. I normally raise these because I look more handsome. I think you'll agree. I normally put them on top of my head. Uh, okay. Because that's what middle class people do, isn't it? I'm trying to be a bit more like that. I wouldn't know. I, I think they eat pesto sauce. Yeah. Well, mid- middle class people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't eat pesto sauce until uh, in my late 30s. Didn't know what it was. And and to this day, I don't know what it's made out of. Really? Do you want do you want some more learning? Is is it? Somebody said pine nuts, but that doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, they put pine nuts in it. Gar- garlic, and the main ingredient is basil. Uh, or if our American friends are listening, basil. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then they mash it all up. Yeah, it is pine nuts. Do you think you're middle class now? No, no, no. Well, no, because my glasses are on. I'm, now I'm popping them on the top of my head. There we go. How do you do? Yeah. I don't forget to work with me. That's how it works. Do you still have corned beef sandwiches? Occasionally. Do you put, like, rocket on it? If you put rocket on a corned beef, sal- corn beef sandwich, that's a bit, you know... Well, no, I don't. You're mixing up your classes, aren't you? But thanks thanks for the information. I shall try that yeah. on my quest <laughs> <laughs> to be a better man. Um, no, um, I don't do that. Look, shall we tell the people what the pod's about? Yeah, go on. Do you want to do it for a change? No, what do you mean for a change? I've done it a, I've done it a couple of times. You've done it at least twice. But I want to hear it coming from you. Oh, all right then. All right. Do you, do you normally need to brace yourself and yeah. warm up? 
Yeah. Flexing there, over there. Mentally, I do, yeah. Okay. I'll probably cock it up now. Do you want, do you want me to enlarge it for you? No, you can stop wiggling it about, though. All right. There and we you go. can leave the laptop alone. <laughs> hey. So, two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats, competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Oh, very nice. Do you know what? That was that was pretty Manchester, wasn't it? Did it? Cartel leaders. <laughs> An well, English market town. This, I like this that. This just in, that's, that's where, where yeah, I'm Yeah, yeah, but more yeah. so. I don't I think. Know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because I'm a little bit tired. It's. Uh, oh, do you think so? Yeah, maybe it comes out when I... Can you guess where I'm from with my middle class accent? Um, I know you're from the West Country, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm from yeah. Bristol originally. Did did he did he talk like Fred West no, like when you were younger? Did I talk like Fred? No, he's from Gloucester. It's the same difference, isn't it? I I, I was out that way, and uh, I, did I talk like Fred West? <laughs> they all talk like Fred West over there. <laughs> Coming to the basement. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's he's got that that um he's got that West Country accent, hasn't it? Like the Glass, I, Gloucestershire. Yeah, probably. That's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, say, uh, uh, would you like me to show you around the basement in a Fred West accent? Here, would you like? Would you like me to show you around the basement? Yeah, that's chilling. <laughs> Come into the garden. I'm just fixing a patio. Is is he your favourite serial killer? No, I think we've had this conversation. We have. Yeah, <laughs> no, and Peter Sutcliffe every time. He's a handsome guy. Hammer time. Oh. <laughs> I should just say that. Did I just say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Shall uh, shall we tell the listeners what's coming up? Well, we could. Shall, shall I? Um, shall I begin this? Yeah, go on. Then. Um, well, we we we're going to have a week roundup, and it's, it's usually pretty weak, isn't it? You have <laughs> to read that bit out. You know, I should say that out because that's more or less what we've done. Okay. Um, <laughs> praise be. Yeah. Comedy rumors forward slash shithousery. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave, Hellfire and Damnation, and Contrition. Yeah, right. See, I'm not sure we do need to list that. I don't know. I think for some people it's a surprise, pleasant surprise. They'll be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. What we're doing is we're letting people know that we're actually organised. And it's good to do that because if we didn't tell them that we're organised, they'd just think we were shambolic. With an emphasis on the bollock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you? Um, oh, yeah. Here's the week round. Well, yeah. How's how's your week been? Yeah, all right. Got a bit of a lurgy, and then uh, and and then I tried to drink through it as previously discussed. Um, had some. Uh, we'll probably come under this in a bit. Um, had had a bit of a. Uh, uh, in terms of comedy, had a, a bit of news that I found distressing. Uh, that might personally impact upon me. Oh but, yes, and actually could actually personally impact all of us. No, but, not going to affect me. I'm staying well out of it. You, you, you. I'm staying. Well. I know you want me to have your back on this. I can't, can I? Well, you can have me back in. in tell in, them. In, tell in, them what's happened. 
I don't think we can go into too much detail until we try to sort it out properly. Well, I think you can say that you've got a well, gig at the Ocean Rooms and the Comedy Store have, have opened up a night opposite yeah, the Pavilion. That. Um, that's, not, that's not out of order. That's what's happened. Well, they've not opened up a night yet. It's been announced that they have. And they've got about four planned over the next... They've got about four a year or something, yeah. haven't they? Well, anyway, I found that out, and um, I, uh, I'm i going to put that down in comedy shithousery, because I think, I think it okay. fa- falls into the category of shithousery. You wrote it? a lengthy le- letter in immediate knee-jerk Pablo yeah. style. No, well, I wrote it, but I didn't send it. I, I wanted to align my thinking. But that's good for mental health, to yeah. write it all down. Yeah, absolutely. And then delete lots of bits and then regret not saying it later. No, well, I mean, you said I should phone them up. I'll, well, I, I do. And I, and I agree with that. I'll, yeah. I'll ring them up and find I, out what, I think you get on down. the blower and then you say, look, this is what's happening. Were you aware? Yeah, um, exactly. I'd be surprised if they weren't aware. They must do some due diligence. Yeah, um, I suspect they weren't aware and don't care. Um, well, I will say this. Um, but in a in a town with so like Great Yarmouth, Gorston, with so many theatres, it's very hard to just own the own the whole turf, isn't it? When you've got a theatre, you've got a pier, you've got loads of clubs. I, I know yeah. where you're coming from. If, if you stand at the the steps of the Ocean Room and make an air, paper aeroplane and throw it towards the other venue, it would get there. Yeah, I mean it's that close. It is so in terms of somebody opening up a rival gig next to your thing doesn't get doesn't get much worse. Oh well, well you could say that though in 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 bigger cities, couldn't you? You've got it's not a big city. Well, and, and if, it's got it, a lot of theatres though, hasn't it? So so if you draw a circle like round round uh, the ocean room and. Yeah, and you, you go out for about a mile, and you you you, you put the uh, ocean room in the middle of the circle. Most of the customers in that uh, circle are fish because it's wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. There is another uh, venue there, but yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. I, I I do see your point, and yeah, how 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 you deal with that? I don't know, uh, but giving them a call is probably better. Because I don't think I don't think they'd get halfway through the let the first letter you wrote. I think they they would see the point in the first paragraph and maybe I don't know, uh, you know, read it, reading a lengthy um, a lengthy letter, mm. airing your grievances um, can be it can come across not as intended. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I but, think yeah, a personal. Call to see what the situation. I'll give them a call is. first, and uh, if if, um, uh, if if I don't get the response I need, I'll. Um... But forgive me for not getting involved. I, I have no weight there whatsoever, even though I've got a night at the comedy store. That's understandable, but it, I mean, it, it's it's. Uh, I mean, I, I've given up being angry about it. If I'm being honest, you, you asked me before if I was angry. I was. I well, was, I because was you posted yesterday. something. You gave you, you sent me yeah. a message. Well, I, I sent you a message, and it's by a bloke called Harry Stottle, and he and uh, he, he was a Greek philosopher. Was Harry? And I'll read this out, and I think it's you do well to remember this. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. So, any anyone can become angry. 
That is easy. But to be angry with the right person at the right time and for the right purpose and in the right way, that is not within everyone's power and that is not easy. So I intend to be angry, but proportionally angry at the right people for the right things. Shall we say, and in the right way. Shall we say watch this space? Are you going to come back to this in shithousery? Or are you... Are you... I, I might have done my load with it. I might come back to it, yeah. Okay. It's... You've put Easter holiday. No, you put Easter holiday. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> How's my week been? How was your Easter holiday? <laughs> Why I put that? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what I had to say about an Easter holiday. Um, two weeks off, long weekend, Easter eggs. No, can't think. What have Easter eggs got to do with Jesus dying? Um, rebirth. It's a new beginning. It's the hatching of an egg. Jesus didn't come out of an egg. No, he didn't. Well, well, technically. Not, yeah. not well. Did he? Hang on a minute. Technically, he must have done. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, You're thinking of Adam and Eve. Yeah, technically he must have done. I guess, but there wasn't any sperm. Oh no, there wasn't. No, there's just a, a disgruntled carpenter. Which came first? I imagine he was a uh, disgruntled. Yeah, nobody came at all, did they? Apparently, <laughs> according yeah. to Mary. Yeah, dirty girl. This is uh, it. Can't, yeah, I mean, she is going to say that, isn't she? Because Joseph's there. He's going like, what's going on, love? You're getting a bit fat. And then she's had to break the news. I don't know what's going on here. And he's he's absolutely fell for it, hook, line and sinker. Um, so how was my week, right? Um, on Tuesday, I was at the comedy store. Good people at the comedy store. I like them. Yeah, yeah. I hear they're putting gigs everywhere. I might, I might help them. Yeah. <laughs> I might stop promoting for them. Can you imagine that if they if they said yeah Kai we've got one near you can you could you um, help fill it up yeah that wouldn't go down well would it yeah we'd be lucky to get to episode seventy <laughs> well here we go Pablo I've got some news for you uh-huh. <laughs> I've been holding it back uh, no so I was at the comedy store on Tuesday and we had um, it was an amazing night. Oh, you had uh, Mark Steele. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was singing songs on the piano. Was he any good at that? <laughs> he was, actually. He's yeah, really yeah. musical. He uh, was singing uh, the Arctic Monkeys. He had a... Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, yeah. Did a, he did a bit of a routine that he hasn't done for years, which is like an old sort of music hall character who um, who tells jokes and sings a little song in between right. or, or the other way around. Yeah, loved it. Mark Steele, amazing. What a lovely bloke he is, too. Um, and there was one act on of particular note... And they were called The Flop. All right. And it's a three-piece, three musicians, double bass. Oh, they played loads of instruments, actually. The funniest thing I've seen for a long time, my face was aching. They're called The Flop. And if right. you've been up to Edinburgh, uh, if any listeners have been up there, or if you're going up there, look out for them, because they are really worth worth going to see. Um, yeah, The Flop. Did Mark Steele have anything to say about the Tories? Oh, I think he probably dropped a few little nuggets in there. Yeah, yeah. but he he didn't go all he didn't go all out. Yeah. He was he was just um, a pleasant, lovely set full of song and 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 good. Did, uh, yeah, high spirits. Did it, did he have anything nice to say about our pod? Um, did he have anything nice to say about our pod? Oh, I haven't got it on there, have I? He did. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been 
He did. Properly endowed with things about the pod, haven't we? Yeah, actually, we he did. Yeah, lovely man, lovely man, and he. I mean, he he did have something nice to say about the pod. He did have something nice to say about the pod. Let's have a listen. Hello, I'm Mark Steele, and I am here backstage at the Comedy Store with a promoter who has made a podcast, which I would suggest to you is the podcast you should listen to before you listen to the other 800,000 billion podcasts that are made every three seconds. The Promoter's Mouths, made in a lovely village in Norfolk, and you can smell the grass. Oh, wasn't that lovely? Yeah. Wasn't that lovely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know... He, he even added an S onto it, which is nice. He even changed the name for us, which is lovely. Yeah, yeah. The promoters' mouths. The, the plural, plural, plurality. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is the word of the day. The plurality of the promoter mouths podcast it can be confusing to plurality. people. Plurality. Yeah. Plurality. Yeah. What did you say? Pl- <laughs> plurality. Very good, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. I actually actually had to visualise the word. Okay. To be able to say it's it. all right. It's all right. You did really, really well. Yeah. In the end. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> such a patronising bastard. Why am I on a podcast when I can't talk? <laughs> well, I sometimes wonder. It's because we love it, and because we have mm. lots of supportive friends uh, who uh, who enjoy listening to our nonsense. I think we do, don't we? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, w- 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 one of those, Mister Mister Man. Johnny Mad Grandpa yeah. John. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's absolutely come up trumps this week, hasn't he? Well, yes. Whilst we don't, we didn't ask for this. It just appeared in my inbox, and John said, "Oh, got this for you." I know, and you would have heard at the top, Clinton Baptiste. We didn't actually name check him at the start, did we? Yeah, no, we didn't. We just we, we just, just played just, it, just casually played it. Yeah, but Clinton Baptiste. Uh, uh, first seen on TV screens in on Phoenix Nights. We mentioned it weirdly. We mentioned it last week, didn't we? Yes, yeah, you I did. Mean, um, and, and I posted the uh, actual clip to the uh, for Motor Mouse yeah. Facebook page. And then a week later, John Mann was gigging somewhere in the country. I think it was down in Essex uh, with Clinton Baptiste. It's spooky, though, and it maybe he really is a psychic. Maybe. And Clinton is, is clearly uh, likes to listen to the podcast whilst on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe he just hangs around in toilet cubicles quite a lot. With, with John Mann. With John Mann. That yeah. seems to have been what happened there. Um, That's brilliant. And thanks to Clinton. Uh, yeah, thanks to Clinton Baptiste there Yeah, for that. And whilst John was with Clinton, somebody else turned up. <laughs> and it's one of my favourite characters, Um from the internet, and I used to watch a clip uh, where he's doing a carpet sales pitch for a radio station, and it's Barry from Watford. Yeah. Uh, what are the chances of finding Clinton Baptiste and Barry from Watford in the same in, in the same place? And he used to feature quite heavily on uh, Radio Two, didn't he as well? Yes, he did. Um, amazing. And um, well, listen to this. Right, so. What's, what's it called, this thing? Promoter Mouths. Eh, sorry? Promoter Mouths. Well, and I love it or something, do You do love it, yeah. Oh, brilliant. yeah. I, I love uh, the mouse, the mouse, the mouse mouth podcast. Promoter Mouths. The promos. I love the promos, uh, the promoter mouth podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Barry. He That's loves it too. Fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> I don't tire of uh, listening to that. It's brilliant. Yeah, I love it. And then I sent. Did I send you the clip of that carpet 
sales thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You did, have you seen yeah, it yeah. before? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, yeah it fantastic. just cracks me up every time. We'll, we'll post that onto the group as well. Genius stuff. Genius. And just to say, I, you know, we've been sort of discussing sort of getting people onto the pod from time to time and work out how to sort of get the dynamic to continue the dynamic that we have whilst getting people on. And um, yeah, John's name's cropped up a couple of times, but there he is. On the pod. He is. He so managed to get in there, to, didn't to he? Talking to Barry from Waterford. Yes. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that was the lovely John Man. Very generous of him to do that. No, um, but, and, yeah, thanks, John. But now um, I'll be expecting that every time you meet somebody <laughs> famous on the road. So, thank you, John. You've, you've, yeah, you've, you've put yourself forward for that job. Our roving, our roving soundbite gatherer. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody wants to send us a soundbite from somebody famous... About the promoter mouse, knock yourselves out. Yes, yeah, fantastic, yeah. absolutely. I think he might have just done it on a phone, and that's all yeah. it takes. And well, uh, phones are all right nowadays. Yeah, aren't they? It was and, uh, really good sound quality. Um, loved it. So thank you once again, John Man. I tell you what, if you do meet somebody uh, um, that, that that can do a contribution, maybe just just to mix it up a bit, get them to say you're half halfway through. The Promoter Mouse pod, and then we'll slot it in halfway through. Yes, well, how long have we been going now? Well, yeah. we're, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to press something then. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I'm going to press? Go on. Are we halfway through? We're not quite, are we? No, oh, we're going to no, save gonna, it. No, we're, no, we're that, gonna was, save that was it. a work in progress. Well, we're going to save it. We'll save it for in a moment. All right, it's on there. Yeah, it's definitely on there. Oh, fuck. And we can sing along to it as well, if you like. It's actually quite catchy. It is quite catchy. <laughs> Um, we've got five, in five minutes' time, ladies and gentlemen listening, uh, you are going to hear our halfway through the podcast jingle work in progress. It's, we won't be halfway through because like, we had a bit at the beginning that we're probably going to cut out. Oh, yeah, where we were waffling on about Chinamen. <laughs> speaking of... What? Oh, no, I can't say speaking of Chinamen, right? Go on. Um, wasn't there a meeting between Putin... Kim Jong-un and the President Xi of, of um, China. They've got, they've, they're joining forces. The, what, is, is this a set-up for a really lame joke? No, no, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's a, <laughs> it's actually, I was waiting for the yeah, punchline. Yeah, I wish sorry. there was one. I think oh, the punchline's right. going to be World War Three. It oh. sounds fucking, it's pretty ominous at the moment. Was it in Pyongyang? No. I like the name Pyongyang because it sounds like the noise that the missiles make. <laughs> Pyongyang. <laughs> yeah. You keep thinking that, it will get you through the war. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, do you know our phones? This is going taking a bit of a dark turn, this, but our, our phones are going to go off, aren't they? They are. As a test to um, alert us that. Well, it, it, whenever something big happens, our phones are go, all going to go off when the government press a button. And the idea is to alert us about floods and that kind of thing. Well, is well, it? I found, I, yeah, it's a bit scary, isn't it, with all this shit going down yeah. in, in the Ukraine. If there's a threat to life... P- oh. Putin being backed into a corner, and the next minute your phone's bloody going off. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced myself. Yeah. There's a lot of shit we don't get to hear about. And I, I reckon it'll be all right, Kai. Good. Well, I'm I'm reassured. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Pablo. So I'm reassured. Don't worry, listeners. It's all going to be fine. And now we've got Russia, North Korea and China. My son's in Japan. They're not going to yeah. last five minutes, are they, Japan? Uh, they all want a piece of Japan. Russia, so? Yeah, they've got islands that 
Russia think belong to them. Uh, North Korea is always firing missiles over into uh, the Japanese sea. I, I, I did a marathon in uh, Latvia last year, and people were saying to me, oh, "You're not going to Latvia, are you?" Because this was after after the invasion, and and I thought, well, it's in NATO. Putin's going nowhere near NATO for the minute. And it, it, the second he takes a step into NATO, we're all fucked. Well, th- that was the war talk that we didn't plan. <laughs> this is the uh, geopolitical podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're all over the place today. Oh, yeah. um, apologies to our listeners if you came here for not war talk. All right. Um, and I'm sure most of you have. Anyway, yeah. So it's been a good week um, yeah. overall. I sold a uh, Absolute fucked on my tickets this week, weirdly. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite pleased about that. I mean, despite being invaded by a, a national, even an international bloody comedy brand, brand on my bloody doorstep. You're uh, still going on about that? So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go on it. And, and you should have my back. You don't have to physically do anything, but you can... You can. Um... No, I mean on the podcast. I'm not going to, you know... Totally, but I'm I'm not going to say anything out of turn. Oh, no, no. Well, I've not said anything out of turn, either. Not yet, but you'd love to, wouldn't you? No, not really. I'd I, I refer you back to uh, um, Harry's quote. Oh, good. Har- Harry Stottle's quote. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is proper shit out but I mean, and there's no denying that. But, you know, it hasn't happened yet. And uh, we'll have a conversation. Yeah, I think you should. Praise be. We started praise be, didn't we? Because we started talking about John Mann's soundbites. Oh, lovely. Yeah. We jumped so, up a bit. I'm a bit late to the party. Yeah, we did. We jumped forward with the soundbite. You were getting, I think you were a bit too excited about all these wonderful soundbites that we've got. Yeah. Barry from Watford popping in, Clinton Baptiste. And what was the other one we put down? What was the, Oh, yeah. And we also had Mark Steele. Yeah, we've got another one as well. Oh, yeah. We've got Glenn, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got the old Glenn Wool one as Hi, I'm Glenn Wool, and you should listen to the Promoter Mouths podcast. Literally, it's the stat- most star-studded pod that we've had. It is. Well, anyway, more praise be. I, I wanted to talk about uh, the band Truescape, who performed... After last week's pod, we went down to the White Horse. Yes. And we saw, we saw the band Truescape yeah. celebrate Simon Peck's uh, tenure. 15th Fifth, yeah. birthday, 15th. tenure. Yeah, so we had Truescape on. Truescape are going to be the band at mine and Mrs. Pablo's wedding yes. in, in November. So you did mention that. They're all right. Yeah, yeah. They're a good band. Good, good fun. They've got yeah. a load of decent covers they do, and they always they always like people to sort of also get involved. But when I came, you went there about 7 o'clock. You'd been there all night, or 8 o'clock or whatever. I was here doing the, doing the podcast, um, and I, I came down about half past 10. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd just been sat at a computer for three or four hours or more. So you was a bit cold to it. And then I came in, got a pint. I just felt a bit bewildered by it all. The place was rocking, and yeah. I, I was not drunk. And it reminded me when I worked in restaurants when you sort of yeah. people are all drunk around you. It's horrible, isn't it? You're yeah. on service. Yeah. And I was stood at the back. I was, you know, minding my own business. But one thing that did come across was you, at one point you just said. It's all right living here, isn't it? When the whole room was bouncing and we yeah. were just stood at the back supping a pint, just looking yeah. at like two old farts, just looking at it all going off in there. And I thought, yeah, actually, yeah. you know, we've got comedy on Friday, which is full up. We've got this here as well going yeah. on and it goes on regularly. Um, and yeah, the White Horse is definitely the place to be. Yeah. Uh, there are other pubs, but yeah. the, the, I'd, I'd sooner, yeah, I'd sooner see a band there. 
Yeah, I mean there are other pubs and, and some are equally as good. But, it's really uh, not. It's not a pub that's set up to have bands in it. Not the pubs here. Uh, they're too small. Yeah, they are. But um, but it's it's a good event when they sort of cram them in and and we sort of work around it. No, it was a good night. Yeah, it was. everyone so was loving it, and it sort was... of feels spontaneous because it because it's not like got a stage. It's a. Uh, it's like somebody's really tried. To, it's like they just started up there. You yeah, know, you know. Yeah, and uh, I left. I, I left singing to Mr. Brightside, jumping around and singing that as I jumped out the door. I thought, yeah. this is my cue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going get to get out. I had a couple of pints, but it, yeah, it's not the same, is it, turning no, up that late? No, no, I don't like turning up sober for things like that. Because no, you're, you're, you're meeting people for the first time that night and they're pissed and you're kind of, yeah, you, I, I probably come across as being a little bit serious and a bit bewildered and they were all a bit drunk and a bit... Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't it's, it's it's like a clash of everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But um, but it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable for the couple of hours. But yeah. I, I can see why um, it's good to go out earlier and drink more sooner. <laughs> yeah, that's normally where I'm at. Here we go. You've put Francis Bourgeois. Yeah, yeah. So in this day and age where you've got bloody misery being piped in through your bloody TV screens and on your bloody on your timelines, um, the antidote to that, I think, is Francis Bourgeois. Have you come across him? Oh, have I come across him? I used to watch him all the time. Did, did he really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, th- th- there's a particular clip that I again I put it up on the page for the for the for the listener Francis who don't know Francis Bourgeois um, is a train spotter who puts a GoPro on his head and he's got about three GoPros now. Goes around on a scooter. Spotting trains, yeah. and he is, you can't get more passionate about anything uh, than he is. Um, he used to be a model, you know. Did he really? He used to be a catwalk model for some of the big, um, yeah, the big uh, fashion, fashion brands. Yeah, yeah I and see that. Yeah, now he spends his days chasing trains. Yeah, yeah, and... Absolute joy. Yeah, and, and there's a particular bit, I'll post it onto the page, but just... The joy in his face and the excitement that he has is completely infectious. I mean, I don't like... I'm not bothered about trains, but uh, they, they, this guy obviously loves them. And, uh, yeah, a fair play to him. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Check him out. He is a, he is a joy. No, I'll tell you, tell you what. Go on. How did he celebrate yesterday? What, Good Friday? No, 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 no. It wasn't just Good Friday. It was International Beaver Day. Oh, God, I've, I missed it again. <laughs> International Beaver Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Is this that, a Canadian a thing? thing? It's some wildlife How thing. did you celebrate International? Did you? Well, firstly, let me say, one of our Patreons, and do be a Patreon, people, one of our Patreons forwarded me the, um, a cutting, a picture of, of a beaver. Words, of a beaver. He sent me a picture of a beaver on WhatsApp. And uh, it's International Beaver Day. Was well, the, I was, um, was the message after you did that. That's, that's Simon, by the way. So thanks, thanks, Simon. Simon. After you sent that, I went on the internet and was looking up beavers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt you. That was a good hour, <laughs> well spent. It wasn't an hour, was it? It was about five minutes tops. <laughs> <laughs> and beavers come in all shapes and sizes. I noticed. I've noticed this too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, comedy rumours and shit Uh I've put Bronson Truth. 
Right. And this is uh, Charles Bronson, the bloke who didn't get out of prison, who for a good while had his son championing his cause. And then it later turned out last week, they came out and he was talking to Vanessa Feltz. He said, uh, only joking, I'm not his son at all, it's all been a big ruse. And we've made lots of money out of it, he said, and uh, I've fallen out with him, I don't want anything to do with him, he's a lovely bloke or whatever, but um, I want my life back, that sort of thing. Uh, and we, well, I, I fell for it, and you suggested though it might be an April Fool, because the news broke on the you know, 31st of March, yeah. we were reading it on the 1st of April, it was about midnight. Anyway, there was a another clip of Charles Bronson speaking, was it? Did I send that one to you? Yeah, you did. He's yeah, out, yeah. Yeah, and he, he confirms it. Yeah, he's not, they were actually having a laugh. They, no, 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 no. He confirmed it, that they have fallen out. Oh, they have fallen out, yeah. and, and he's, not, he's not his son. He's not his son. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was true that, um, yeah, they've, they've had a bit of a ding-dong. So, yeah. Um, You'd imagine it'd be quite easy to get on with, wouldn't you, this Charles Bronson guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 so he's still going, being put away. I think he's probably um, was, re- well, I think he was expecting to get out, wasn't he, on this one? I don't know if he was. I don't uh, think he should come out. He's better off where he is. Yeah. Well, he, he keeps sort of uh, kidnapping people and yeah. hitting them. Imagine if he Can't moved in himself. next door. Imagine if that was if that went on. Yeah, you wouldn't want it. He's got to live somewhere, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Um, no, so that is an absolute nailed on nutcase. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not his son. He's had his run, and now he he hasn't won. No, <laughs> never mind. Can't, you can carry on doing your paintings. He might be a listener. I'll imagine that. Yeah, Charles. Oh well. Yeah. Should we send him a copy? See what he thinks. Just get him on a podcast. He can do that. We can get him to do it. He's Charles Bronson. Yeah, so if, if John Mann, if you, through the podcast. if you happen to be bumping into Charles Bronson anytime soon, yeah, um, yeah stick your phone in his face and see what he thinks of the Promoter Mouse podcast. You've put Terry Herpes and the Comedy Website. Yeah, that's it. So we were contacted uh, about uh, our generic bad guy, Terry Herpes, who's a comedian who we made up. And we, we insert the name Terry Herpes for somebody who's done a bit of shit out that we don't want to name to get ourselves in trouble. And what happened? Well, we, we were contacted by somebody whose name we'll also make up so that people can't join the dots too much, although I suspect we might get him boxed. We call him uh, Tony Buster. And Tony Buster, um, he was um, on a website where you show your wares as a comedian. And what he did... It's a famous, within the comedy industry, it's a famous website, and it's called Comedy CV, right? So Tony Buster was wondering about what would happen if he emailed him and said, can I book Tony Buster? And he did this under a different name. And he got an email back saying, sorry, but Tony Buster is not in the country on the dates you need him, but you can have Terry Herpes instead. And and the fee being spoken of was about three grand. Obviously, Tony Buster wasn't not in the country. He was pretending to be somebody else at the time. But the point being... A three grand job came in, and it was offered to somebody who runs the website. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Terry. Bloody hell, Terry. He's You're always, always at it, isn't he? Yeah, he's always at it. But that, that, yeah, 
allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But that's that's what happened. All the mm. uh, apparently Terry Herpes uh, didn't get the job. It didn't exist. But uh, anyway, we've reached out to Terry Herpes <laughs> <laughs> for, for a chat. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I look forward to getting some inboxes if anybody listens to this. And uh, yep. yeah. um, hashtag I know who Terry is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you just look at your watch, then, Pablo. I've got a new gizmo. Okay. Is it is it halfway through the uh, is it halfway through the pod? Let's find out, shall we? If it's halfway through the pod, let's have a little let's have a little look. <laughs> Don't be careful what to say. What time is it? We're halfway through the pod. Halfway through the pod. Halfway through the pod. Forget a Muda. We're halfway through the. We're halfway through the pod. It's a work in progress, that guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I thought, what a lovely way to to maybe chart the progress of this work in progress, as to put it on in the halfway through the pod. We should get a truescape to cover it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna send us anything anymore. You're not gonna send me little work in progresses just in case. I, I, I'll be honest. I have been surprised because I've sent you uh, WhatsApp uh, recordings when I've been driving, and I, mm. you can't type. Like, you yeah, know. yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't made it on. Well, no, they haven't yet. Let's just do this one more time, and then look, we won't do it all. But listen, let's sing it together. Ready? We're halfway through the pod. Gonna do some harmonies. We're halfway through the pod. Don't get a mooder, cause we're through the. We're halfway through the pod. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I think I think there's a, there's there's something to be said for that. It's 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 genuinely a little bit of an airworm. Yeah, we're halfway through the pod. Do 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 do. I think we should record it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. You should have brought your guitar. We'll do it live next time. No, yeah. maybe not. Um, that was nice. We're halfway through the pod. Poster it's... graffiti. Oh, right. Yeah, poster graffiti. Full stop. No women in comedy. Oh, it's something I saw on the timeline. There's a, there's a Facebook group called Comedy Bullshit Forum, isn't there? Oh, I saw this as well, yeah. Yeah, so, so there was like five males or something on a poster, and some woman who'd been at a gig had drawn penises over it and uh, hardly legible bloody crap. But amongst it was like... Where what, are all the women? Yeah. What, all men, question mark, and where are all the women? And, and apparently one of the guys identified as non-binary. I don't fully understand what that means, but, um, but you know... I'm not going to educate you. No, I'm not sorry. qualified. I don't know. Um, yeah, and he was defending himself. Uh, as a booker myself, I find it very hard sometimes to find... Women who are willing to come into the middle of Norfolk for a gig. Uh, there are loads out there. When I put out adverts for uh, spots, and some reasonably well paid as well, um, and some very well paid, guarantee you might get the same two or three women who are actively looking for their own gigs. Mm. Um, often, more often than not, agents will 
send their acts uh, names in. There might be one woman w- woman among them. Yeah. Um, am I obliged to book a woman to fill and make my lineups more diverse? It's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, but I know. I, in, in, I sometimes like to. I sometimes like to, but 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 I don't want to compromise quality. So if, if there isn't anybody on there that doesn't sit the quality box, but the point is for people applying for gigs. It's like it's probably something like one in twenty women or something like that. Yeah, so, maybe. It's sad, isn't it? Even when I do a dirty dozen competition where I have twelve acts and I might get sixty um, acts apply, um, and I do choose as many female comedians, you know, to get a balance. Yeah. I usually only have three to choose from, and I'll put one in each section of the show. Yeah, um, and that's all I'll have. You know, three or four maximum. Uh, it's, it's really tough. And then people sort of point fingers saying that they're not booking women. I think that's unfair. Um, but um, funny's funny. And yeah. it's like I've put um, ads out and you have recently. How many yeah. female acts for, for a decent gig? You you asked for a gig, which, well, we, we're doing one. Uh, we're doubling up a gig, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a decent fee to do two gigs. And the the standard that you've come through has been brilliant. Yeah. How many female acts applied? Uh, I'm not sure if any did. I'll have no. to double check. I'll have well, to double check. But... No, I think from the list there weren't any. Yeah, I don't think there was. No. Yeah. And yet that was out for a few days. and Decent, decent bunch of cash as well. I would, I, would, I would urge um, those, you know, good um, standard acts, uh, female or female identifying acts, to get a bit more active and look on these forums because there are some top gigs coming up. I, I I tried to book a particularly prominent act, like really prominent, like in their sort of nineties and early nineties household name type prominent, mm. um, and decent fee, double up, you know. So we're, t- so we're talking, you know, a really really decent sort of amount of money, um, and it wasn't for her. So I I went back and asked for the agent, why, why, what, what is it? And it came to came down to simply didn't really want to be driving around Norfolk f- on her own mm-hmm. from gig to gig. She just didn't fancy it. Yeah. And, and and honestly, it never really crossed my mind that that would be an issue. But like, it's a bit of an education, really. Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. So I mean, I went back and sort of said, look, you know, you you, you you're more than welcome to bring somebody with you um, who maybe wants to do a spot as well. Um, put you up in a hotel, and you know we we can drive you there from the station and all sorts. You know, basically yeah. all about the carpet. You know, she was ifing and butting a little bit about it, and we still haven't managed to do it. I'll try again. I'll try again another point, but uh, we'll see. I'm really pleased with the air. Uh, there are some open spot and just breaking through to to paid spot acts. Um, and I know our our good friend Grandpa John is a is a real advocate for for their cause as well uh, and their career. And there are some really good ones. Victoria Shortley, for example, and Amy, is it Amy J? A um, couple of really nice, uh, strong acts that I've, I've had on. Um, but again, they're very few and far between at the moment. And I know yeah. there are more out there. But uh, as I say, come find us. And, and if, yeah, we're not avoiding the issue. Well, weirdly, I have booked a disproportionate amount of uh, female headliners. If you consider that like one in 20 applicants, roughly, it might even be less than that, a female, um, I managed to book a fair few really decent uh, female, uh, you know, live at the Apollo type standard yeah. headliners back when it was like proper, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a whole other, a whole other subject which we've done. And the, the good acts are often fast tracked a little and they they get tv work and and some really well paid yeah uh well paid theater gigs and so on 
And so well, my small gigs are not really appealing yeah. often. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a stepping stone, isn't it? I mean, they've got to do these gigs before they sort of move on. Well, yeah, really? yeah, but they do move on quite quickly if they're any good. That that's is, fair that, to say. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, that's nice. Videos from absolutely deluded shit acts <laughs> is on the menu, Pablo. You wrote that. I did write that. Is that after that video I sent you? It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just fascinates me. Yeah. Absolutely fascinates me. Look at look. It, the, the the thing is with comedy, you, I've said this before, you start off being a bit shit and then you work out to be, you know... You, That's you your little catchphrase, isn't you, it? You end up being not quite a shit, right? Yeah. But there are some people, there are some people that so, really, really shouldn't do it. So this was a video I received um, from an actor who was looking for a gig and the quality... It, there was an audience and they, there was a little bit of laughter in the audience, but the acoustics on the video, you could barely hear what was being said because it was booming and sort of, yeah, just really badly, a bad recording. Um, image quality was okay, but it was clearly videoed on a phone in a in a room with fairly bad acoustics. And so I sent back a message to him saying, thank you for the video. Unfortunately, the sound quality is appalling. Um, do you have anything with a better sound quality? Then he sent me another one. And this time, nobody was laughing but he was ploughing on with his material regardless. And it wasn't particularly great material. Uh, so I, I replied... That, that's the one I saw. OK. Right, that's a little bit confused. I, so a bit of an excuse there for the, for the lad. I thought his material was probably... I wouldn't say it was like dynamite, and I, but I wouldn't say it was completely toilet. What I'd say was the video that he'd sent um, made it look as though it was. Yeah. Because there were people... Like doing that, they're only laughing out of nervousness because yeah. he was dying on his ass. Yeah, but we basically sent a, a video of him dying on his ass with people. If they were laughing at all, it was a, a nervous, embarrassed for him type laughter. Yep. And he'd actually send it to a promoter, and I was like, "Why would he do that?" Yeah, and like, like, can you not see that what you've sent is uh, an absolute? Yeah. It doesn't really. But I, I, you do get these videos sent to you every now and then. And for the first time, I did, I did reply because. I didn't want to lead him on. Um, I did reply just saying, thank you, the the sound quality is definitely better, but I said the the, the material and delivery wouldn't suit my audience demographic. And yeah. I think that's a polite way of saying, no yeah. thanks. Is that is that rude of me? Uh, was I, I, was, I don't know. I just yeah, it's it's hard. How do you, how do you say it's not for us? It's just maybe just keep it simple and say oh, it's not for us. But thanks, good luck, good luck with you. Yeah, your journey. I don't really. normally do that, but I, I personally I don't really want to uh, have him applying every time if that's what he's got. Yeah, well, what we'll say is uh, it's probably a good time to say I, I I've been sent a good bunch of videos which I, I haven't responded back to people about. That's doesn't mean if you're listening, you happen to be listening and sent a video and not responded to you, doesn't mean that you fall into that category. It just means I've been shit and I've got cut back to people. No, I think I'm on, slightly honestly, paranoid. Because <laughs> they're, they're sensitive beings, aren't they? There'll be really good acts out there listening to this thinking, God, God, does that mean? You know what I mean? Oh, no. And, and they'll be half decent and they'll be thinking that because they're, they're, a lot of them are really it sensitive. Was, it was one of you. <laughs> it was one of you. Yeah. I think people know when they're shit, don't they? But anyway. Two. This is Parking Like a Twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Brackets, local bit. <laughs> That's your favourite bit of that sentence, isn't it? Do, do, do you know what? Um, in the last week, in Loddon and Chedgrave, exactly fuck all has happened. 
<laughs> Do you think so? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's been. It's been. I mean, it's one of the. If there's a downside in living in an idyllic English market town, sometimes nothing happens. And I, I mean, we we. We we went out last week and we saw a band at the uh, at the, at the White Horse, mm. but there hasn't been any sort of notable uh, things happen. But to, to that end, like I, I took it upon myself to to have a search onto uh, the Lord and I um, couldn't see much there, so I went onto the Beckles page and I had an inspiration, right? Right, and, and, and it's a good game to play, right? So if you if if you've got a local lo- a local page. I got, click on the local page and then click search and then write the words to the person and then you'll get all the posts. Oh. Right? That where, where, where people are going, to the person. It was in front of me in the middle of the post office last week and who dropped their guts. Well, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> shall we put this to the test? Put it to the test. Let's have a quick go. Keep, go, keep... go, go with a Beckles group what, and say to the person. What was the other thing you've just put there? Poetry bloke. Oh, yeah. Well, what I did see on there, I mean, you sent me a link to some guy doing poetry on a lot and I. And so I had a look, and he, he he's a poet, and he makes things rhyme, and he seems to be sort of doing all right, doesn't he? Okay. Yeah. Well, that, well, that was good chat. That was good chat, isn't it? Well, that literally is a bit of a cul-de-sac of bloody talk oh, this no. week. I've gone onto the Lod Nye notice board and put to the person. Yeah, it wasn't as fruitful. Okay. But um, actually, I went on the Lod and I first. Oh, no, that's our duck story there is the yeah, top one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, go on. In Be- Beckles, they do moan a bit more in Beckles. All right. I mean, they've got more to moan about there, and it's not as good. What's lower stuff like for it, then? Oh, it's, honestly, it's, it's loony to corner. The I person. saw one on the Armouth page, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is this what you spend your time <laughs> yes. doing, Pablo? It's, well, because you end up... Because you, you, you post to these groups to advertise your gigs, don't you, locally? Saw so one on the Armouth page, right? And it somebody posted a picture of a car uh, door handle. Door handle? What do you call it? What, what you open the doors with? It's a door handle. Do you have door handles <laughs> in cars? <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, you do. It doesn't seem right calling it a door handle. A door handle. You expect to see yeah. kitchen door handle. Well, the, the, the handle on a car to open the door, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, the door handle. Somebody was going around in the armour and smearing him with dog shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> did you see it? I did. Yeah, to the person smearing dog shit on the, on the door handles of cars. Can you please stop? This uh, is what happens in the armour. It's mental. Um, here's one. To the person who stole this Christmas tree off the back of my van last night, well done. Okay, <laughs> it goes on to say it was a gift for a family. Oh, it's a, that's a nasty one. Yeah, this is good. To the person who let their dog shit in my garden near the wall, <laughs> we have to, we have you on camera, so please have the decency to come back and pick it up, or we will put it on Facebook. What, the, the picture of the turd? What are we going to do? Uh, whoever it was who complained about a shop refusing entry because you wouldn't sanitise at the door. Yeah. <laughs> this goes back to, yeah, that was 2020. Wow, to the yeah, person to the pers- not wearing a face mask in, yeah. in QDs. It's a good game to the person, you should try it. Very nice, to yeah. the person. I like yeah. that a lot. Hellfire and Damnation. Ah, in this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Yeah. Now you've put... 
some prick saying he doesn't like Paul Sinha. We've we've sort of covered this before, but I've had a I've had a spate of them this week. Yeah, you do get them, don't you? Yeah, if you're putting on a gig where you've got like decent numbers coming, you you run the risk of getting random Joel blogs deciding that on your advertisement that you've paid for for the gig that you're promoting, they suddenly de- they want to declare to the world that they don't like who you've got on, mm. which I think is pretty um, pretty lousy of them. I do. They're, they don't know how the internet really works, do they? I mean, they're just... It shows a level of maturity, and, and it is quite sad, really, they th- that they feel the need to do that. They, they think they're um, shouting at the telly. Well, I had it with my Arthur Smith gig. Somebody put something on there about he's not funny or something like that. And it's just everyone else going, great, this is going on, this is going to be great. Yeah, you can. And then tagging each other in and things. And then there's one twat saying, oh, I don't think he's funny or he's not funny. Anyway, I checked <laughs> I, I checked their profile. Turns out they ran a small business. It was like a gardening or landscaping company. Yeah, yeah. And so I did what you keep doing. I, I wrote a little message to them saying, listen, mate, I'm running a small business here. And how would you like it if every time you posted something or put a picture of your landscaping on, on there, I came in and told you how shit it was? Yeah. yeah. And I think it cuts both ways. It's very surprising when people do have... Or, or have their own company or whatever, uh, that they feel the need to do that. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they miss the point entirely. Weirdly, like when the kind of person that does this, they've, they've normally got somewhere on their profile picture a Union Jack. Right? Okay. I don't know why. Right? Either a Union Jack or um, there's no way of telling who, like, who they are from their face. You know what I mean? They, they hide themselves. But, but yeah, like you, I've, I've been messaging them saying... You know, um, uh, you, you're doing Facebook wrong, mate. Give your head a wobble. Yeah, uh, yeah and, absolutely. Uh, and, and and I've responded to their comment on publicly and said, um, I sent you an inbox. Would you care to reply to it? Could we look forward to reading out your answer on the pod? Yeah, did you make, get a reply? Make it, make it entertaining? Of course not. No, nah, I usually delete them. I think it's it just looks like you know a, a turd in a in a nice salad. Bowl. Otherwise, not, yeah, a nice salad bowl. Yeah, exactly. I might, I might, yeah, I left it on. I thought I'd make a bit of a joke out of it, but I, um, I thought by sort of saying that, um, it's it, a bit it, like it, it might it might sort of. But yeah. it, it comes across to me uh, as when I see them there, you know, like your TripAdvisor reviews and so on. You read a few good ones, you see a bad one, yeah. and then, you know, if I was just browsing thinking, oh, that looks like a good comedy event, and somebody goes, he's not funny, it does, yeah. it does tend to tarnish. I think you're right. I think, I think I'll, I'll stop playing games and then, for and, the purposes and also, of the pod and just delete them. And yeah. also block the twat, That's yeah. so he doesn't get to see any of your posts and yeah. feel... If he's... Yeah, you know how that works anyway. What? Oh. I have more to say about that. Go on, then. Sorry about that, Pablo. That's all right. I was a bit trigger happy then, wasn't I? He was a bit trigger happy. What were you going to say? It better be good. I forgot now. (laughs) That thing wipes your mind. It's a bit like the. It is, yeah, that thing. It's like the Matrix. Is that it? No, no, it's the Men in Black. Men in Black, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where am I? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know you were doing a podcast now? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) He's feeding these. Excellent. Oh, I've got some prick shouting fake war at a gig when Ukraine was mentioned. Oh, really? (laughs) So we we had a gig on in Beckles, right? And lovely crowd, always a lovely crowd, and it was pretty much a full room as well, which is fantastic as ever. And then I had my friend uh, David Crow, 
who's an American comedian who's had quite a career. We might get him to have a chat with us at some stage. He's a he's a good bloke. Anyway, um, Glenn Wool, um, he's a, he, he's worked with Glenn in the past, and Glenn rated him as a world class comedian. Yeah, it was right. his words, not mine, without prompting. Um, and he does little sort of open tens for me because he lives in the village, which is great. Anyway, he was talking. He's just come back from the Ukraine where he's been making a documentary about comedy in Ukraine. Does yeah. he want to do a charity gig in July? In Probably. Oh, well, well. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, he has just come back from the Ukraine. He, he travelled over there of his own, under his own... Um, Steam, is that how you say it? Making a documentary, speaking to comedians. I think he had a gig out there as well, but uh, speaking to comedians and filming them and sort of documenting what life's like. It's fascinating. He's got fascinating stories to tell. Anyway, he started mentioning, not maybe that, but he mentioned the war in Ukraine. Lovely gig, lovely people. Then suddenly this bloke in the corner shouted out, fake war. <laughs> and he didn't quite hear what he'd said. So he said, so what was that? F- uh, was it a f- um uh, what did he say? Anyway, fake war, he shouted out. And he shouted out again, fake war. Right. And it threw him completely in a beautiful room where nobody's, nobody heckles, nobody does anything. And this fat-necked bloke in the corner did it. Anyway, uh, it totally put him off kilter because he never expected that. He, he'll, have a, he'll have a Facebook page, a profile picture with a Union Jack on it. I'd imagine so. He's, he probably doesn't like Paul Sinner. And so uh, after, after he'd uh, been on, I... I tore a little strip off. It wasn't anything dramatic. And he didn't come back after the interval. His missus came back. But I think she was mortified and embarrassed by it because yeah. it, it was just it was just unnecessary. Funny. What a twat. You, you've probably gone into it. He would have gone into some weird wormhole. Not wormhole. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know where he... Anyway, he, he felt the need to shout that out in a gig. Um just randomly when he heard the word Ukraine and it was fucking, it was just like he was triggered to yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a knob, knob. Anyway. Um, Actually, it's quite comforting, I think, because before the internet, right, you didn't come across these people. Like, the internet sort of, like, you get these nutcases who sort of show their hand by t- typing their opinions on, 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 on the, onto the social media. With their sausage fingers. With their sausage fingers and, and none of them can... Like they're barely literate, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, no crime, but it's often the ones that can't spell that can come out with all this. Well, shit. this is it. They they barely. You rarely get them in real life, but it, yeah, they they are out there, and and they've barely learned to sort of socialise responsibly anyway, and now they're trying to do it through the medium of words on a page, you know, which they're also not very good at. Yeah, um, yeah, they're just like big man babies. Don't don't get it. Yeah. Shall we plug our gigs? Yeah. Have you got any down there? Oh, they're all mine. Well, you haven't got any to plug. I can I can remember these. Um, shall I do mine first? Yeah, go on. May the second, I've got the Craig Craig Cab, uh, Comedy and Music at the Comedy Store. Boo. Oh, don't say, boo. don't say, don't boo them. It's not on your patch. You're not the king of London. I have a good mind to to open a gig up. Yeah. Right opposite the Comedy Store in London. Good luck with that. That'll teach him. What in the pi- in, what in the pizzeria? Yeah, <laughs> in the M and M store. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got Kerry Godleyman. I love Kerry Godleyman. That's going to be an awesome one. Honestly, she's. Yeah. And we've got Mark Simmons. Yeah, and 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 equally, I won't say I love Mark Simmons. 
Yeah, I've got quite a thing for Kerry Godlin. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she's lovely. But but Mark Simmons is also lovely. But you not, went all no, doe-eyed no. then. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. Have I told you my um, Mark Simmons anecdote on the pod? No. Have I not? Well, you might, might do, and if you have, I'll cut it out. All right. So when I was an open spot, I say that at least once. In the pod, I'm not a pro comic now. I just don't do it anymore, right? Just in case people are thinking. But when I was an open spot, I did a gig in Kent somewhere. And I turned up and I had this sort of checked shirt on that I was wearing for the first time. And I was commenting that I was wearing something different. And uh, he, he was he was performing as well. And he was already sort of quite established as a decent comic. He was high, much higher up in the bill. And then I said, I think I'll, I think I'll probably go on and uh, declare myself as a... Uh, I just got back from being a woodwork teacher. He said, yeah, you should do that. You should totally do that. And we discussed it, and I went on, and I used that as my opening line. Got a massive laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Mark. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got that going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, and then I've got May the 4th, 5th, and 6th as well. That's a busy week, isn't it? All crammed at the start of the month. Yeah. 4th and 5th, I've got Mick Ferry and Pat Monaghan at the Bear and Bells in Beckles. Both fantastic. Yeah. So, but on the same night? Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that's like literally, I mean, I, that, that's like a proper double headline. I know. That is. That is going to be awesome. Um, on the 5th, I've got Mick Ferry. It's actually better, anything than, better than anything that comedy store would put on. Um, on the 5th of um, is at the White Horse with Mick Ferry. Haven't got my opener yet. Oh, there'll be people now throwing emails at me going, I'll do it. And on the 6th, I've got El Baldino in Wingfield. He's good. I love El Baldino. Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy as well. It is. He's he's at is proper. It's it's proper daft, and it's 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 a lovely level of like daft dad comedy, and people love it. It's going to be an odd weekend though that one because it's the coronation, King's coronation. Yeah, right. Now on the Sunday, I'm organising the entertainment for the for for Loddon. Yeah, right, right. In a right. tent with a load of acts coming on, not not comedy. Although we've got Nigel Boy Sire doing a little stint. He'll, yeah. he'll he'll pull in a lovely crowd because they every time you mention that all the locals go oh I like him so we'll, we'll put him on um, and then we've got Mo- the mod one who's going to close it plus oh, yeah, a load yeah. of other local singers and musicians so that's going to be fantastic what have you got Pablo well on the twenty eighth of April at uh, Southwold with Paul Sinner headlining and again at. Ocean Room on the same night. I saw somebody message me earlier today. I was, I was going to put this down. And they actually emailed me to say, uh, excuse me, but how can Paul Sinner be uh, doing a gig at Southwold and also on the same night doing doing a gig at uh, the Ocean Room? And I keep getting these messages. <laughs> what business is it of theirs? <laughs> well, it's just like, and it's really hard not to be sarcastic. I keep saying, you know, I, I responded and said, time travel is actually possible. But if... Only you go forwards in time. Yeah. The gigs start at separate times, and he uses a motor vehicle to get from one gig to the next. Right. Yeah. What, I mean, what I business, though? Is, is it getting to question that? They get their knickers in a twist. But anyway, uh, got that. May, uh, May the 12th, Reginald D. Hunter's sold out at Seckford Theatre in Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, if you're a billion old mates, there's two random odd seats. And actually, if you've got a... Uh, a disability. Somebody wrote on the post to say, oh, this is, this is terrible. My husband was going to come with me. Now there's not a seat, except the disabled ones. And I had to stop myself from replying and saying, you could break his legs. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so, so that's made as well. But also, 
this just in, on July the 8th, there will be a charity gig at uh, the Lord Kitchener's in Lowestoft. It's a one-off, and it's to support the Lord Kitchener's, which is like a holiday home for uh, veteran soldiers and anybody who had a blue light on top of their vehicle. Um, and uh, a good friend of the pod, John Mann, will be p- performing. And I think we just had Ben Norris confirm the headline spot. And uh, and Justin Panks is going to be doing an MC job there. I suggest people go to wcbcomedy.com. Yeah, yeah. And they can find out what is going on. Sign, um, sign up to the mailing list. Very nice. This is the part of the show where we bring it down a bit and apologise. You haven't got... Have you been a good boy this this week? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to apologise for stealing a man's jumper at a gig last night. The first act went on and brought attention to this man's jumper in the front row. Um, and then I went on and I thought I'd sort of lift his spirits a bit by saying it was a nice jumper. And then I said, I'm going to end the evening wearing that jumper. <laughs> and he laughed. And then I said, and then I just said to the audience, do you think that would be a good idea? And they all thought it would be a great idea. So you nicked his jumper. So, yeah, so I nicked his jumper at the end of the gig uh, to good comic effect. I don't normally do that. I'm not normally one of those sorts of comedians that does something wacky, like wear the clothes of the front row. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it came off quite well. Worked quite well. He sent me a video. You should upload it, guy. I should upload it. People can see you half inching some guy's jumper. And then we had a few people, actually. We ended up with your jacket, which I like. That... Oh, that's my nice jacket, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair swap. Yeah. Fair swap. Um, actually, on, on the subject of last night's gig, uh, there were lots of people, and I, I, I'm i not making this up, saying how much they enjoy the podcast. That's and, brilliant. And then they, one guy came up to me after. His name was Mark, I think. And he said, oh, I listened to the podcast, uh, but he said... I, I, I would not be able to repeat anything that you've said. I don't remember anything you've said. I just have it on in the background and I listen to it and, and then it's on. And, it, and yeah, and he said, don't take that the wrong way. I said, no, I'll take, I'll take that exactly as it is. Listen it is. to it however you like. Why would you want to retain any of the information that we've, we've just spewed out? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, that was that. Um, but you've got no apologies. I didn't write anything down. I apologise for not having any apologies. Oh, that one again. That you old still, chestnut. Was you brought up a Catholic? No. I was. And I used to have to go to confession as a kid. You know, so like, you'd be about 13, 14 years old. And like, you'd go and talk through this piece of mesh to somebody who may or may not be a pervert. And and, it, and you'd have to sort of say, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Whilst you're kneeling down. May so, or may not be a pervert. Well, the old I, the old guy sitting behind the confession booth. Genuinely, one of them is now banged up for, yeah. for nonsense. So you say may or may not. I tell you what, I've been probably doing a lot is this week is, as well. is more like it. Seeking forgiveness as a Catholic, you then you didn't have anything to say. You'd have to make shit up, otherwise it was awkward. So you've been eating there, and you go, oh, smash the milk bottle. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't smash the milk bottle. I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not putting up with this awkward silence. I, mean, I, d- I did a sex wee. That's what he wants to hear, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many go, oh, I'll be playing with myself, Father. And he's there behind the mesh, fucking rubbing oh, himself stop. off. Yeah, but it's probably what goes on. You can't do that. There are going to be Catholics listening. I am a Catholic. Okay. Yeah, well, they'll relate to this. You know, you, you, you turn up. I think once a month or something like that, you had to go bloody confession. 
um, to cleanse your soul so you could do really bad shit and go along and then God would forgive you. A bit like this pod, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, this week, well, for argument's sake, I smashed a milk bottle. I'd have been wanking furiously. (laughs) (laughs) As we draw this one to a close, Pablo, um, we must mention something which um, I think is going to bring the mood down ever so slightly. Um, That is the sad passing of a comedian who was a friend and I'd booked on numerous occasions. Um, Gareth Richards sadly passed away uh, after a a terrible car accident and... uh, yeah, very, very sad news. Um, he was a an amazing act. He was just so creative, such a uh, talented individual. I booked him, first of all, in, in Yeovil when his dad was driving him around from Brighton. Uh, no, from Bournemouth, sorry. And he came up and did a couple of gigs about six months ago. Um, and sadly, uh, yeah, he was in an accident and uh, thoughts go out to his family, of course. Yeah. Um, and yeah, very, very sad loss to the comedy community. And there's a lot of outpouring of uh, of grief on Facebook and so on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very sad loss. We're going to miss him. And I, I, yeah, I, I booked him on several occasions. I'm not one to go on Facebook and give my stories out like that. But I thought I'd just share p- p- on People the pod. deal with it in their own ways, don't they? But yeah... I think you should also say you had him locally at the White Horse not a couple of months ago, if that. Absolutely. I I met him there that night and spent 20 minutes talking to him and I thought, a lovely, vulnerable type of guy, you know? You're right, Uh, actually. Um, People listening to this who are um, Shaft of Wit audience members in Beckles and in... Um, yeah. And in the, at the White Horse, yes, Gareth Richards, uh, wonderful musical uh, act. Um, yeah, sadly he's not with us anymore. So um, I'm sure thoughts and prayers for all of us go out to his family and loved ones. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave us with uh, a song from Gareth uh, to see us out. Um, Gareth, God rest you and uh, sleep rest, sleep well, mate. Rest in peace. My friend Dave is a little bit square, just like a fridge. Dave doesn't wash, so he gently hums, just like a fridge. But Dave doesn't listen to what you say. He likes to pretend that everything's okay. And Dave keeps things the same way every day, just like a fridge. Just like a fridge My friend Dave is cold inside Just like a fridge But he's warm if you touch him On the back Just like a fridge Dave's dad is called Eric And his mum is Joanne Whilst travelling in East Asia Their romance began And that's how come Dave was made in Japan Just like a fridge Just like a fridge We thought that Dave would always be alone Just like a fridge Just like a fridge Cos Dave is not very good at talking to girls Just like a fridge Just like a fridge But then he found to call his own We finally met her when he brought her home But she couldn't quite fit into 
That was Gareth Richards there with Dave the Fridge. Um, and let's say goodbye, Pablo. Yeah, cheers, Kai. Thanks, listeners. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.